What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 98 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. We got Josh in the house. Welcome back. Always a pleasure. And uh, Chris is back in the spirit realm. So uh, he was cast back by the sorcerers that allowed him to be in the real world uh, for like a week or two. Uh, quick reminders that we are running out of time very fucking quickly. So make sure to download and play Detroit Become Human and Horizon Chase Turbo. Uh, download those, play those. We'll be talking about that this week. Like we got like three episodes to put out in the next like three days. So stay tuned. It's going to get real fucking busy. And on top of that, we got Game of the Month randomly picked Final Fantasy X. We'll be picking our new Game of the Month for next month and talking about our experience with Final Fantasy X. And for anybody who doesn't know... Uh, I haven't really played this a whole lot in the past, so uh, this will be an interesting discussion because I have a lot to say, as I'm sure everybody else will have as well. So make sure to join us for that and play those games come back. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us with your ears because that's where the sound comes in. It goes in other places. We're not going to talk about those places. Um, yeah, so TasteCast. We start every TasteCast typically with what we've been playing. My list is very short. In fact, I'll just start. I've been playing Final Fantasy X. I'm trying to uh, do that whole, uh, I'm going to use the word appropriately, crunch. Is that what everybody's complaining about recently? Seth playing too many video games? Um, I've been trying to beat Final Fantasy X in time to talk about it fully for Game of the Month, and that's all I've been playing. Sadly, I can't say a whole lot on it because I have to save that for that episode. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been playing it a lot. I think I'm about... 30 something hours into it i think i'm about two chapters out from beating it pretty close to the end and uh you know Alaska? yes and i'm not gonna do all the side stuff i just want to beat it you got like a couple yeah like two more checkpoints really i would say yeah i know there's two chapters left after that yeah. and i'm sure they're smaller um yeah so that's where i'm at and that's uh something i'll be talking about soon other than that I really haven't played a whole lot. Um, yeah, I, I play a little bit more Detroit Become Human. That's something else we'll be talking about uh, soon. And uh, yeah, I've just, I've just been trying to um, take care of all those games that, that we got to talk about soon. I want to have uh, a pretty good opinion. Hopefully, just another real quick reminder that uh, if you guys played Horizon Chase Turbo and you played like a race or two maybe, uh, play it a little bit further because some things that kind of unlock as you play it and it'd be, uh, I think, worth uh, your while to... Uh, see what the game offers more so because um, we'll be talking about that soon but yeah uh, outside of that i really haven't been playing much but i have been playing something just only that which is really weird for me another thing i want to throw out there as well though um i will be picking up fire emblem i did something that i almost never do so i'm really bad about game comes out as soon as it's out i buy it i'm like i fucking gotta own this and i'll just buy it and then i might not get to it later i'll play it for like an hour and then i'll come back to it later or whatever because i got so many games i'm playing i was like you know what i'm gonna wait until I have time to play Fire Emblem, to buy Fire Emblem. And that will be after this month. Hopefully we don't get another 40-hour JRPG next month. Because um, <laughs> I, I want to hop back into Final Fantasy XIV as well. Really bad. Um, but uh, join us on uh, uh, Coral uh, servers, uh, things. Crystal Coral. Taste of the gaming. Taste of the gaming, yeah. Join us. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm hoping next month I'll have time to really dive into Fire Emblem because that's a game that I'm going to need the fucking time to play. So uh, I will be playing that soon, and it's definitely, like, top priority on my list. That in Dragon Quest Builders 2. I dabbled in that a little bit, like, a week ago, and I really liked it. I'd like to play more. It's got multiplayer. I want to play that with fucking people. It'd be very fun. But, uh, yeah, so uh, pretty much my list is games I'm planning on playing. 
Anybody want to I, 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 I literally have uh, ver an identical list to you minus Detroit. Instead of Detroit, it was Horizon Chase Turbo. So I played that this week. Um, I did. Damn, Chris is judging. I don't know what he's judging, but he's doing it. All of the, the first circuit to get a feel for that. And then I did a little bit of the, the second like area you go to and a couple of the little extra things there. Um, <clears throat> probably where I'm going to stop just because I have to get the other two games in. So um, the other one I've been playing pretty much only this week uh, has been Final Fantasy X. Which has been really interesting because I got, I got a head start on you uh, playing it. And uh, and I've been taking breaks, of course. But um, when you started playing it, you were like catching up to where I was at. And I stopped playing for a couple days. And then you were like just hardcore playing that. And like pretty much me and you were like, well, you're a little ahead of me now, but like yeah. we've we've been kind of like playing and being at the same part of the game in strides, yeah. yeah which has been really interesting because it's like one of the first times I've played a game of that length at the same time somebody else is playing the game at the same time and being at the exact same part. So like I'll walk out and be like, don't recognize that, or I'll see I'm like, oh, I know where you're at. I was just there. So it's like constantly just changing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, and I, obviously I can't really talk about Final Fantasy X too much, but um, there's a blonde guy in it. His name is Title. Um. There's a soft-spoken lady. Yeah. There's uh, a dude with a ball named Brota. That's his name. That is his name. He's racist. Now you're going to confuse people because there is someone named Brother in the game. And he's really... He, he fucking... If you haven't seen it, look up uh, Waka Glare. It's very scary. <laughs> Throughout the whole game, he's just like... Smooth face, smiling, just kind of chilling. And then he's just like... Really intense. And all of a sudden he has facial hair. And I was like, what the fuck? Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I've been playing Final Fantasy X, so. That it? That's it. All right, uh, Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've also been playing Final Fantasy X. Uh, not as much of a crunch, but I've been playing it. Um, but I've been playing like Final Fantasy XIV, doing some of the new raids, trying to get that gear, trying to level my alt classes. Um, nothing crazy to report there. I mean, the raids are fun, but they're interesting and... The music is great because a lot of it's like Final Fantasy VIII references, which is fun. Um, <clears throat> I've been playing, I played a good chunk of Civ Six with some of the viewers last night. That That's was great. It's long and, and tedious and <laughs> everybody backstabbing everybody. Ugh. So you guys weren't playing as a team? You were just kind of going at it? It was, it was set up to be free-for-all, but like some of us made teams and some of us didn't, and then we found out that one of the PCs is already like making a space shuttle. We're also in the Renaissance era. We just started panicking. Oh, dude, that's that's the most embarrassing thing ever. <laughs> I'll be like still in the Stone Age, and someone's like building cities. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Fucking <laughs> science win pisses me off. Yeah, that's why you just gotta go invade them and kill them. That's what we're that's what we talked about, dude. Before we quit, because we paused the game. We're like, we're just gonna get together and just blow up this country. <laughs> They're too advanced. Kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Technology scares us. Destroy them. Machina, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I've been playing Hearthstone recently, which is yeah. really weird. How's that? You're telling me that's um, a game you got to spend money to kind of enjoy. Kind of. I mean, they have like an event going on right now, and I earned a bunch of free like card packs, but like. Beyond that, they don't come very often. Mm. 
but I've been playing the PvE modes, which are fun because you don't really need cards for those. You can just kind of build decks from a random bucket, as they call it, just an assortment of cards they give you every couple of rounds. And it's fun that way, but okay. it's difficult. I was wondering how they could do that because anybody who's less willing or less capable, I guess, of uh, spending the same kind of money as somebody else would be able to do would really uh, make it unbalanced feeling, but also less fun. So you earn you earn like gold through doing certain like dailies, but yeah. you earn a lot. It's like fifty, and it's like I think it's two hundred or a hundred gold to get a pack of like three or four cards. God, and how many? <laughs> how, how much time does it take to get that? Depends on the dailies and what you're willing to do. And some like of them are answer. like you know play four games <laughs> against players or what you're willing play to do. That was the twenty different part. cards of one class to earn fifty gold. Okay. We'll have to check it out. Maybe. Hmm. Anything else? It's no. 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 Playing those uh oh. those uh long investment games inside of Hearthstone, mm-hmm. it seems. <laughs> That's me. All right. And are you uh you're all caught up and ready to talk about plus club games and game of the month? Uh, you yep. said Final Fantasy Ten you've been playing, so of course you're ready for mm-hmm. that. Um, that is a game that I was kind of worried about, uh, with you veteran players of it. Uh you guys have already played it, so you wouldn't you could just like lie to me and be like, yeah, I played it and then still be able to talk about it. But, you know, I always have kind of that soft rule of I'd really like us to participate in that month. So it's still fresh. So I'm glad that you guys are playing it. I mean, Chevy's going fucking, he's going to beat that game. So, so will I, hopefully, if I get the fucking time. But, uh, so that will lead to a better conversation. So I'm glad you're playing it. And then fucking luckily, one of the two PlayStation Plus games was like, you drive forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Press a button, go forward. Um, which we'll talk about later. Uh, Josh, what have you been playing? I probably have the biggest list. Um, oh, I'll bet you do. I've been playing Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Is that the... Is that the You're playing it. Just, Dude, it's Bloodstained. I, uh, yeah, I, I keep wanting to call it Symphony of the Night because it's exactly that. Yeah, you're not um, I mean, and if you're even familiar with Symphony of the Night and you wanted more of it, get Bloodstained. It's the exact same fucking game. Just a little bit, just little minor things changed, but it's very, very much in that spirit. Would you say, in your opinion, that's a good or bad thing, or fine? I love Symphony of the Night, and I'd say it's a good thing. It's because they do change it enough that you're like, oh, okay. But like, literally, like the transitioning to castle biomes is the exact same. There's like that filler hallway. You know, the save points are pretty much the exact same. There's teleport rooms, pretty much the exact same. Like it's I've I've heard outside of the switch issues, um, and some uh game breaking bugs that existed that I'm sure are fixed by now, hopefully. Um, that everybody has said that it is exactly that game outside of a couple tweaks and different looking, but they always say that in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So I would say the bosses are a lot harder. Yeah. In Bloodstain. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the game where the dev said that um when you design a boss, you have to be able to beat it with with daggers. Yeah, so every dev that worked on the game had to beat all the bosses with a dagger without getting hit on hard. Yeah, but I, I thought they were saying that if they introduced the boss, it had to been they have to be able to beat it like that. Oh. So kind of like, so as the challenge, it's kind of mm-hmm. a thing, but also if they can do it, then people with anything they have should be able to beat it. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a, like a beta test. Like, okay, you got to be able to beat it with limited supplies, essentially, because mm-hmm. that's kind of their standard of working on the game anyway, yeah. which is really impressive. They got a bunch of people, because you don't have to be good at video games to be a 
developer. Yeah. You just have to know how to make a game. So it's actually like when I read that, I was like, that's impressive yeah. that all these guys working on the game are beating their own bosses with daggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the weirdest things about that game, though, is um, one, there's portraits all over the place, which is like uh, Indiegogo backers or wherever it got mm. back from. It's those backers there. You can tell. Then there's also like really weird. You were telling me about this, yeah. Like some of the enemies, I'm like, where? How? This is weird. Like, why is this a a demon in this castle? And I guess I guess it could be anything. You know, a demon could be anything. But it almost seems like it was like a fan made because there's one that's like a cat, like a 3D cat, halfway out of a portal, and he like (laughs) swings and bats at you, but he looks like a realistic cat. Yeah, that's weird. Then there's another one where it's like a, a like a terrier, like a terrier head of a dog and it's like a chain chomp from mario it kind of just lunges and bites and shit like that but it looks real it looks like more realistic instead of cartoony yeah it's weird yeah they're just every because you you have your standard guys you know the skeletons that throw bones in the ark and shit Mm -hmm. like that and those you can totally tell were made by the guy who made castlevania yeah but it's those really weird ones i'm like this is fucking crazy like why the hell is that here but either a weird sense of humor easter egg referencing something maybe that's the devs actual cats and dogs yeah um or it could very well be certain backers were able to pay a certain amount to put in whatever kind of enemy they wanted mm. so that'd be yeah interesting. so it was just uh um and, and that's not really a problem for me I just, it, I, every, every time I see him, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But it is weird. Yeah. To, to, yeah. Cause I haven't even seen it, but like every time you describe it, when you said they're like realistic looking, I'm like, that is, you'd have to go out of your way. You wouldn't accidentally go, well, some of the enemies look like real. Mm-hmm. The other ones don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the, I think the worst part is that they're, they're coming like out of the foreground or out of the background, out of like a portal. So it's only like half of them. But they're Maybe they're playing. interdimensional from our dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, but like every enemy has a shard that you can get from them, so you can get their power, you know. So like, uh, or something that revolves around them. So it's like a, a collection that you can get, and uh, of course they all drop shit. All the weapons are different. They all do different things. So no, it's it's definitely an evolution to what Symphony of the Night could be. So yeah, um, I finally finished the Division Two. Congrats! Uh, I literally haven't. I was at the very, I, I thought I was at the very end. I was level 29 and then I, I just had been doing everything. So I was really higher, yep. like leveled. So then all these other missions opened up. I'm like, fuck, I just want to do the capital and get it, get this game over with. Cause they released the gunner, the new specialty class. Which I want to try. And, uh, and I wanted to play it and it's, it's cool. And you just get out a mini gun. Mm-hmm. But like the cool thing about it is when you get it out, you get one, all the all the enemies are like, oh, you know, and they look at you because you have a big ass gun. Yeah. But then two, to kind of counteract you getting shot up, for every bullet you get, or for every bullet that's in the minigun when you pull it out, you get like uh, a full percent or one point five percent extra armor. Okay. So. Uh, so I mean, it's essentially a tank class then. Yeah, it holds like one hundred fifty rounds, so you get like three hundred percent extra armor or something like this. Hmm. It's a giant chunk. And then when you kill somebody, you get armor while while you're killing them. So you're so, just mowing people down to stay alive. Yeah, it's so. interesting. Yeah, um, the rest of it isn't is okay. Like the grenades are foam grenades. Like they're nothing like too crazy. Um, and then the rest of it is like not like is like 
you get just like damage modifiers for uh, for certain weapons, pretty much. But there's nothing. The coolest thing about it is the Gatling gun. So, because I mean, like yours was like you, they make them, you make them bleed or something like that with the grenades. I don't remember. It's been it's been a while. Oh, it's well. been like five years. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's very it's a very basic class. It's just the uh, the special weapon is is cool. What else? Uh, finished. I beat uh, Detroit Become Human. I never played it when it first came out. And then so I was really happy that they swapped out soccer for this game. Uh, at the beginning of the month. Yeah, it was a very weird situation that happened. Yeah. And uh, people were upset either way. So. Yeah. I, I think we definitely got the better game, in my opinion. Um, but finish that, beat it. Uh, it was really cool. I mean, I... And you won't be here for Plus Club. Mm -hmm. Did you play the other one? A little... No. No? no. Okay. Okay. Um, so if you want to vaguely, uh, if, you, if you want, uh, grade... Detroit Become Human, uh, so people can know your finalized opinion for beating it. Um, mm -hmm. You can go ahead and do that as well. Uh, it's one of the it's one of the few games where I actually have talked with somebody else about it, like with Seth, and we've gotten completely different. We our stories were completely different. Yeah, he he referenced about I would say about three or four different uh, events in the game. He's like, you know, the part where blah 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 happened. I was like, no, and then he started explaining. I'm like, I never saw that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, and then we talk about something else and. He, he would say something, I'm like, never saw that. So it's actually a game that has, like, some pretty different outcomes that can happen. Whereas a lot of games will have, like, you know, slightly varied. It's all branching back into the same yeah. vein. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this one is actually branches, like, and then yeah. they end. So um, just for that alone, uh, and you describing stuff that you went through, I was like, I didn't even know that could even happen. Mm -hmm. um, I, I got to give it a A-. minus. I mean, it's just this Time. game is fucking amazing. The story's good. Uh, it it definitely uh, caters to repeat like play, playthroughs because at the end of every chapter, you're just you're just seeing all the crap you missed with the because it has a flow chart of all the things you could do in the chapter. And it's just bing 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 bing. And I'm like, fuck, I missed a bunch of crap there. I missed a bunch and it of makes crap you want to go back and see what mm -hmm. what could have happened otherwise. Yeah, and explore everybody's. Uh, avenues that their story can go. So uh, a a minus. It was dope. Yeah, dope. it's a high grade. Stay tuned. We will be having plus club this week, and we'll be talking about that more in depth. But I wanted to give Josh the opportunity to uh, participate in that. And then other than that, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I've been I've been really jonesing to kind of get back back to it for a long time, and then opportunities presented itself because. Other than Fire Emblem, there hasn't really been a game release that I've been interested in in a long time. So, fuck, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> I've had to force myself to not be interested in some games recently. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, this has been a. Uh, uh, I've been enjoying it. I enjoyed it when I, you know, stopped playing it when it came out. But uh, it's such a fucking time sink. It's huge, and there's so much there. I'm just like. It almost feels. I'm starting to almost get what Chevy is getting when he plays open world games. It's just there's just there's too much. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey across the board. One of its biggest complaints, and I think it's interesting because it's not just like the genre or this type of game, but that game specifically. People are are always saying it's too big. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting thing because when I was younger, I was always like, man, one day someone's going to make a game where you just, like can go anywhere and do anything and you're going to be able to do all these missions. It's going to be like gigantic, like bigger is better, blah, blah, blah. And as I've gotten older watching uh, the industry uh, grow and understand game design better, it's not necessarily about more stuff to do. It's about meaningful things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, openness is good. Variety and choice is good, but you gotta the, you gotta make them uh, rewarding, but also uh, interesting enough. And some games will just uh, offer so much shit that like it's it's just almost overwhelming. Um, whereas like in my opinion, like The Witcher Three, I think all the side quest stuff is all really fucking good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so the design on that's great, and of course they're making Cyberpunk, so that's that's a good uh, you know team to be working on that. But uh. And I, you know, I played Odyssey for hours uh, too, like many. But um, when I see people complain about that, I don't know if I necessarily complain about that. But I, I will never disagree with somebody on that. Mm-hmm. That game, when I got to like the ocean and I looked at the map, I was like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. I've been playing this for over twenty hours, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "In I was on an island." I haven't felt like that since fucking Just Cause Two. Or three, one of one of the Just Cause games. I think it was three. Three. You, you yeah, get you off this island, little tiny area. Well, it's not little tiny, well, but yeah. on the map it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm exploring this place and shit, and then it's like go to the next island, and I'm going to that one. I'm like, oh shit, that's a little bigger. And then I look up, and there's an island that's like fucking ten times the size of all of them. I'm like, am I gonna be playing this game that long? Mm. Like, <laughs> how long do they are they gonna keep me in this fucking game? That was like, uh, in, not to stray too far, but in Just Cause two. We played the demo of that a lot, mm-hmm. and it was just in that little desert area. Yep. And then I was like, when I the game released, I was looking for that area, and it was just this little circle on yeah. this giant fucking map. I'm like, this is this is wild. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's I, I've been the real reason I've been wanting to play through it is because they got really uh, fantasy esque with their DLC. Um, one of them's like the Afterlife, another one's the Underworld, and the third one that just released is uh, Atlantis. So I really want to explore those just because it's not grounded in realism. Uh, and I want to see what they can do with it. But you have to get up there first to that fucking level. So when he said Atlantis, for some reason in my head, it almost like he said like Alanis. I was like, <laughs> Morissette? <laughs> That's the new DLC. Yeah, but there's a, a you know, a, a level system you have to get through before you can do that. So I'm kind of grinding it out and enjoying the game. Uh, but if I'm worried, if anything comes out soon, I'm, I'm done. So you're done son forever. It's, 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 it's easily something I can shelve life over, but yeah, that's about it. That's all I've been playing. It's a bigger list. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Anything else? Let us know in the comments. Uh, what games have you been playing recently? Have you picked up anything new? Are you playing fire emblem? I'm definitely going to pick that up, but if you're playing it, let me know what you think of it so far. That is also another massive game. What is it like? Forty hours per or eighty hours per school? It was like eighty per. Yeah, yeah. Uh, per I think it's three. eighty because yeah, they're they're cool. quoting two hundred hours for the whole thing for completion. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Yes. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to play that. Um, so let let me know in the comments what are you playing? Uh, what do you want to play? What are you gonna pick up? Uh, what do you think we should be playing? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Do you make your own character in Fire Emblem? I don't remember. Mm, you pick presets. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will say male, female, and then yeah, they have a look. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. When it comes one. to this one, I have no idea. I don't know about this one either. Yeah. But uh, 
but yeah, this one actually gives you like a choice of like what school you uh you start in, and um, there's like different characters per school and stuff that all have like you know almost like Persona Five esque like friendship mm -hmm. things that you go through, or even other Fire Emblems have similar systems. That's like a hundred plus hour game right there. So. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I just like I said, I I'm just waiting on that one until I have the time to invest because I'm actually putting a lot of hours into um. Final Fantasy. So once that's done, I'll you know I'd like to put that time into another game. I've been real. I've been. I keep eyeing Witcher Three. I want to sit down and play through that. Um, you should. Yeah, and I will. But it's been it's been on my mind. So um, yeah. So uh, we have three videos we're going to be watching today. Uh, pulled them uh, last minute because there's not really a whole lot going on right now. But uh, first one we're going to watch is for Oninaki. Uh, it is a video for the Demon Battle System. Uh, it's a trailer for it. It's two minutes long. Uh, Oninaki is a game that I believe is coming out made by the same people who made I Am Setsuna. What is the name of the company, Chevy? Tokyo something? Uh, Tokyo Game Company. Yeah. Um, yeah, it might be out already. I'm sure this trailer will fucking tell us, I'm hoping. But anyway, um, regardless of that, uh, you played I Am Setsuna. Mm -hmm. What'd you think of it? Well, I reviewed it on the channel, but uh, sure. I really liked it. Uh, it's kind of harkens back to Super Nintendo era RPGs, uh, but I do believe it is made by the guy who was who made Chrono Trigger, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So it's his company. Um, I did not play the second game, which I can't remember the name. Lost Moon, maybe? Something? She is Setsuna. I can't remember now. The sequel but, to I Am. Um, but I did enjoy his you Tokyo are. RPG Factory is named the company. We are all Setsuna. <laughs> and then this one's supposed to be more of an action instead of turn-based game. Um, I haven't seen a whole lot on this other than like when it was first getting announced. So. Yeah, and uh, shout out to his review for I'm Setsuna. If you're curious about an in-depth review on that, Chevy, I think that's your only review on the channel. It's the only but review I did, yeah. You did uh, do that. So, uh, yeah, Oninaki is uh, more, it seems like more of an action RPG. Yeah, and um, the second one was called Lost Sphere. That's what it was. That's a sequel? No, no, it's just their it's second, just their second game. game. Gotcha. Yeah, this is their third game. Okay, cool. I actually didn't even know they made the second I, yeah, one. I didn't so. know they made a second one. I'll have to look into that. So, yeah, uh, anybody have any thoughts on this before we watch this? I have no idea this even existed. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna uh, learn of its existence today. You're gonna learn today. <laughs> You're gonna learn today. <laughs> All right, everybody. You're gonna learn today, boy. Chris, you ready? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, and go. Gain levels, enhance demons, customize weapons. Customize, you say? Oh yeah, I like the art style. Yeah, it's the action RPG. Enhance your demons. I really like the way it looks. I mean, I am Sensuna had a cool look to it as well. So. Yeah. Another sphere grid. Yeah, I was like, I, I love skill skill trees. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> a lot more Especially with choice. Yeah, that did seem linear, but we don't know what advanced or how advanced it may get. Acquire skills with huge variety. We like uh, all the different locales. Yeah. 
Upgrade and customize weapons. Get weapons from chests and defeat your foes. Oh shit. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna buy this. I'm already hmm. sold. Visit the alchemist to upgrade and transmute weapons. Obora! Socket weapons with shade stones oh to give God. them new effects, so modifiers. What the fuck was that? It's dead now. Socket multiple sh sh ah, shade stones to dominate in battle. Man, I'm, I'm digging that this has like the skill tree and customization stuff. That's literally the type of game I'll play. I don't think this game needs is multiplayer. I was just about to say that. Well, then it's just Diablo. Yeah. Alright. That was the battle trailer with, like, a lot of seconds left. Pre-order now. Uh, okay, so what do we think? I mean, it looks cool. I, uh, <clears throat> I liked... I am Susuna quite a bit, and the only complaint I really had about it was, um... It didn't have like the depth I would have liked, but it was their first game, so it kind of makes sense. Um, it seems like they have taken strides to add more to uh, the the games that they make at this point. I, I completely missed Lost Sphere, so I don't know the stepping stone there. But in this case, you have socketable weapons, transmute, you know, ways to upgrade your weapons in multiple different ways, like by transmutation and stuff like that, and then. Um, uh, the combat system is going to be more appealing, I think, to a wider audience, which 100%. is good for them. Yeah. So, um, I like the turn-based stuff, but I do realize that's not for everybody. So, but yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Um, I, you know, I uh, as long as it had all the same like customization skill trees and like um, random weapons and modifications to the weapons, I really don't care if it's action or turn-based. Uh, that's the stuff that keeps me playing it. Is the uh, progression and the customization type stuff. So, but I think you really kind of nailed it when you said that it's gonna uh, be more accepted by a wider audience because I think most people can get behind hitting a button and hitting things. It makes sense, mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily good or bad. Uh, but I think most people can get behind that, whereas some people might be less inclined to want to uh, stare at characters hanging out while you go through a menu deciding what you want to do. Yeah. Um, so you know, and that's to each their own, obviously. But yeah. Um, pretty much agree with everything you said. Uh, I think it looks awesome. I've been keeping my eye on it, but this is, I think, the first time I've been really sold on this. And I want to also uh, just throw out there real quick. So I looked it up. Uh, it is coming out August 22nd of this year. So very soon. Um, but uh, I, I will be picking this up 100%. Uh, watching that, I like the art style. I think the action looks fun. I think the enemies look cool. Uh, all the stuff they said that's in the game when it comes to progression, is right up my alley. Right up, I would say everybody here's alley. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy X right now, and I've played uh, quite a bit of Path of Exile. Um, I really enjoy um, skill trees where you can take paths and um, uh, kind of decide what direction you want to go and how to build your character. Um, and I don't know how deep this one will be, but it looked like there's potential for that uh, in that video. So that was really exciting. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, pretty much mim or mirroring what Chevy said, um, I went from being curious to wanting to buy this game. So I'm excited for it. I, uh, this is the first time I've ever heard of it. Um, I knew that, uh, whatever that company's name, um, Japan Game Place. Yeah, whatever it was. 
Tokyo RPG Factory. Yeah, uh, I knew they were working on something new. I didn't realize Lost Sphere already come out, um, but I didn't realize it was that. Um, I'm into that. Uh, by the way, they showed a couple of the skill trees. I'm wondering if there's different characters or something like that, just because the skill trees were different. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's by weapon or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but being able to customize your weapons, transmute, do all that jazz, get new ones from loot, it's it it's there for me. So um, the art style was really fresh and and clean looking. Um, so I'm I, and it didn't seem like just a straight up get in their face and just mash buttons because there's like the dodge mechanic mm-hmm. and there was obviously larger things doing you know um, area of effect stuff. So. Uh, I always like kind of those games too. Um, it is just hit the button and kill stuff, but you also got to think a little bit. So uh, this game's right up my alley. So come the 22nd, I'll be getting. Is it only on Switch? It's on everything. Oh yeah, really? I oh, believe yeah. there's a demo out for it right now too. There is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I said play. Yeah, which fuck, we should try that. So yeah. All right. I mean, all right. We're done <laughs> right. here. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> here. I'm gonna get up. Thanks, um, thanks for watching Tastecast. <laughs> I'm done talking. <laughs> But yeah, that's, uh, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I'll, I'll be picking it up. It looks good. Chris? Um, I like that the art style kind of lends itself to feeling like a more casual game, but as we sell the more systems, it has like a deeper in-depthness to it, which I really enjoy in games. That, that, that sneakiness of like, oh, this looks very casual, but there's very much in-depth and, and complex systems in place to make it more of an intriguing game. Um, and I'm curious just to see if it's going to be like more story-based. Like, because it is made by the people who made I Am Setsuna, and it's an RPG. So I've never played it, but I know it's got a really good story. Um, so I'm, I, I want to get the demo just to see what it's like. I'm not super sold on it, um, but I am intrigued. It, it, it makes me think of like the Secret of Mana or the Legends of Mana, kind of like a newer step in that series. Yeah, kinda. Hmm. I can I can get behind that. What was that music? Did you hear that? <laughs> Someone's like, wow. I was like, that was me. There was a big motorcycle that drove drove, drove by my window. Oh, okay. It, it sounded like as you're talking, there's like a low bass building. I was like, this is getting scary. Like a <laughs> fucking like a pri- private eye movie. It's <laughs> my personal background music. I, I will say on a, a side note, uh, just to kind of come back around to I Am Satsuna, since we are playing Final Fantasy X this month, if it is a story. Um, you find enjoyable. I am Satsuna is very familiar uh, in that regard. So, yeah. Do we have that on our list? I'm Satsuna. Yeah, I can check. I don't think we do. Maybe we'll throw it on there. Less on the comments if that's a if that's a game you'd like us to play, uh, possibly on Game of the Month. Because if it goes on that list, doesn't mean we're playing anytime soon. Because we got like multiple years worth of games on that list, and it grows all the time. Um, yeah. Is anything else you guys say, Chris? All right, I'm done. Um, let's know in the comments. What do you think about Onanaki? Uh, have you played the demo? What do you think of that? Are you excited for this game? Are you not excited for this game? Did you play I Am Setsuna? Did you play uh, the Sphere game? Lost Sphere. Lost Sphere. And uh, are you a fan? Are you not a fan? Do you prefer turn-based or action-based RPGs? And uh, yeah, let me know everything you think about it when it comes to Onanaki and uh, action RPGs. Second video we're going to watch is uh, a quick two-minute video again for Death Stranding, uh, showcasing um, Heartman, who's a character, 
uh, in the game. Uh, now, for transparency reasons, me and Chevy have already watched this. Uh, as soon as I saw it, I had to watch it, and I had to show Chevy just because this is, like, the first time we're getting, like, a clip from the game that's not a trailer. It's just straight out of the game. So you're kind of seeing what cinematics might be like. But um, have you seen this? No. Chris, have you seen this? No. Ooh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you fucking serious? I think he's just under the mindset of avoiding everything in case we're watching it. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So we're going to watch this. Uh, we'll discuss it afterwards. Um and yeah, I mean, Death Strand is coming out. People are all excited for it. Some people aren't, I guess. Um, I saw some of them on Twitter. The really anti-Kojima people. Really pissed off about this guy's name um, and not knowing anything about him. Just didn't like his name. So they're like, fuck that. Kojima's dumb. And I'm like, man, you guys exist. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, the way you said it, he did sound like a Mega Man villain. Heart that's, man. That's, <laughs> that is the joke that uh, people keep saying. That oh, and okay. uh, yeah, that's the that's the low hanging fruit. Um, but also, uh, somebody's like, "Why isn't he just vending machine man?" I'm like, "Cause that's a dumb idea, and his idea is good, so that's why he's Kojima and you're not." Um, anyway, uh, there is a reason behind the name, though, and uh, apparently, it's because this dude dies every 21 minutes, and while he's dead, he is searching for his dead wife and daughter, and then he's resuscitated to further his um, research, I guess. So very, very Kojima in that sense. Fuck. Yeah. It's, when I heard that, I was like, that sounds like a Kojima thing. Mm -hmm. um, uh. Also, something worth throwing out there, too, is uh, Nicholas Wending Riffin, Reffin. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. I believe he's Swedish. He's a director. He actually plays this character, which is kind of cool because as Kojima has... Uh, been doing what he's been doing for so long, he's gained attention from uh, many of like movie um, movie directors. Um, so it's kind of cool to see, you know, um, uh, Guillermo del Toro, yeah. and now uh, the guy who directed uh, Drive and uh, like Valhalla Rising and stuff. I'm not the biggest fan of that guy's movies, but um, really cool to see them like jumping into this game. So mm. um, yeah, anything you guys want to say on this before we hop into it, Chris? That's why I can't say anything. Yeah. So this is nope. this is Death Stranding is one of my most exciting games that I'm excited for that this year that I know nothing about. <laughs> no one knows anything about it. But, well, like, We've all we're all watching it. And we're all just like I don't know what's happening. Well, that and the thing is, we all know how I deal with media, game media. I usually, if I'm excited for it, I don't watch really anything. You do like skip program. trailers and stuff, yeah, yeah, which is really interesting. Because I'd rather just get those pieces myself. Yeah, I'm I'm like that when it comes to when I'm playing a game. I'm not looking at wikis, mm -hmm. and I have like I know a lot of people who are the opposite. And there's obviously to each their own. Just don't spoil it for me. But there are people as soon as the game comes out, they're looking up the best build and what's going to happen at chapter eight or like mm -hmm. all this shit. And they're like, Oh, are you make sure when you get to this point, you do this. I'm like, I, I just want to experience the game for the that, first time. That's funny because like, depending on the game, that'll change my, my uh, approach to how I play it too. Cause a lot of games I'll just go in blind. Um, but like I'm replaying 10 right now and mm -hmm. there are moments where I'm like, I've done this in the past. I don't have to do this again. Like, yeah. I'm just going to get the wiki for mm -hmm. this moment. I can do that so. for sure. Um, I mean, I'm playing through 10 right now and I'm, when it comes to like the fucking temples, I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> what are you fucking high? As soon as I did the first two, I'm like, never again. Well, the cloister of trials is that what yes. they're called? All of them, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those things are garbage. The, 
Damn. We'll talk. We're going <laughs> to wow. talk about it. I have a lot to say on it. But if anything, for people who like puzzles, they put a lot of work into it. Mm-hmm. So I just don't like puzzles and games. It ruins the flow for me personally. But I don't. I won't go into my opinion on it. Um. Anyway, Heartman. You guys ready? Yep. Mega Man 13 or 17 is coming out. Whatever this is what this. We're on. Yeah. All right. 12. Chris, ready? Yep. Three, two, one, and go. Is it 218,550? Oh, sorry. Uh, where were we? I may be used to the 21-minute cycle, but for a first-time face-to-face meeting, there's just too much to cover in one go-around. Can't be easy living like this. Yes. And no. Now that I'm acclimated to it, it isn't especially uh, onerous. Defecation... Pollution, nutrition. Most of life's basic functions fit so rather good. easily mm. into a 21-minute time slot. <laughs> Sleep is the tricky one. And intercourse, I suppose. Verbal or physical. Not that, that someone in my position has to worry much about either. Uh, do, do, do you read, Sam? Uh, listen to music. Watch films. You know, I keep busy. I have a collection of music, uh, television shows, some very interesting short films, and stories. Everything consumable within a 21-minute window. All from before the Death Stranding, of course. (laughs) But honestly, the 21 minutes I spend here, all downtime, nothing more. Time spent waiting to go back to the search. My body may be present, but my soul is on the beach. I'm already dead. Okay, I'm I'm Kojima fanboy, so that that alone, I don't even know what they're talking about, and I got chills from that, but <laughs> I'm biased. One thing I'd really like to say is he mentioned this happened after the Death Stranding. So that makes me think that Death Stranding is this event that happened to the Mm. world or to their, you know, to them. Uh, Which is, which is, that's actually kind of a neat little tidbit to know. That's actually one thing when me and Chevy watched it, we noticed was like, oh, so the title's not just something that sounds cool. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a thing. Yeah. So it's interesting to to hear it verbalized in in some kind of contextual sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that was my biggest takeaway. I almost didn't, like I was just sitting there, I was too engrossed to even want to notice. Like I noticed the de- like details and stuff, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to hear what he said, and I was really like, I was already stoked to just even see that. So yeah, that was that was awesome. He he's played well, and I think his fucking mechanics cool. I do too. Like like obviously earlier I made the joke about like yeah it's, it's well all the things people are talking about shit, but like um I do think there's like something really uh intriguing about the idea of somebody who is uh 
using death as a way, and we don't know how death works, obviously, in this game. Kojima's talked about it multiple times. There's a mechanic to it. Um, you don't just die in this game. Something There's something to the game that happens. But this guy's using it, um, you know, in, in almost... There's almost like a philosophical thing going on here when it comes to uh, his whole dynamic that I think is really neat. One thing that you said that I also agree with is this guy's a director. I think he actually plays that part really well. I mean, he's like, seems really solid. I was listening to his lines. They're written well. The way he's talking wherever seems really good. I wouldn't expect that from from a director. Directors typically are behind the you know camera telling people that was good, that was bad, or if they're bad directors, they're like the fly in your face. I don't care. I'm keeping it in the movie. Troll two, um, <laughs> but uh, or you know Super Mario Bros. Um, Bridge uh, of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about that. But uh, so that's really cool. Um, I'm glad he's not just throwing his buddies in to just be in it and potentially be bad. I, I feel like he's probably gonna be a really interesting character. It's also kind of cool to hear um, Shmigus Regus uh talk um although i'm starting to get this fucking uh i'm starting to get the gist that kojima likes people who talk low and blah 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 because i heard him talk and i was like you know until now i didn't think about that but you know snake he talks a certain way mm-hmm. fucking big boss he talks a certain way and now i'm listening to this guy and he's all t- he's talking real low like this too and i'm just like hmm i think you got a i think you got a christian bale fetish um but yeah, uh, outside of that, you know, I think it's fucking gorgeous looking. Um, very clean. Same engine as um, Zero I almost said Horizon Chase Turbo. Um, <laughs> I'm having a real fucking problem with those games. Uh, one's really good. Uh, I'll let you guys guess. Um, but yeah, everything about that uh, is, is really exciting for me. Um, it's very vague. We still don't know anything about it, but we're now starting to get tidbits of the Death Stranding. He also said Return to the Surge, being on the beach. Uh, which is something that we kind of saw in the original teaser before the engine was even chose on what they're going to make the game on. Um, so we are sitting, still are starting to get some tidbits uh, towards what this game will offer. But my biggest takeaway outside of pretty much what you said, which I agree with 100%, is I am one of the people, I'm Metal Gear Solid is my favorite series of all time. So like, you know, all of them, I love them all. Um, and I am a big fan of Kojima playing director and making me watch 20-minute cutscenes while also playing a really fun game. I'm not just okay with it. I want that. I love that. It's one of my favorite things about Mogar Solid is just getting those long cutscenes that are fucking just amazing. And so seeing him return to form in this and we're actually getting cutscenes again and not just like those weird uh, like audio logs and stuff that we got in 5, which I thought was a misstep because that game plays amazing. It's one of the most fun Metal Gear Solids out there. Then the story's there, but it wasn't it wasn't shown in the way that it could have been. This looks like he's going back to form, uh, his his original form of making cinematic games, and I am so excited for that. So um, yeah, everything about this I loved, and I I can't wait for it. I mean, I don't even know what I can really add to that. It's it's really just it is a very good looking game. It was nice to see. Um, Something that wasn't cut up into a million pieces to be designed for a trailer, and um, with the with the fucking song going, and it's like everything's fucking like the guns are going with it. Yeah, people are getting crazy with trailers nowadays. Fucking playing the rude sandstorm and fucking guns are going. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I was just essentially it. You know, looks good. The mocapping's good, and the voice acting's good, and whatnot. I'm. I don't really have like the connection uh, the same way you do, so I can't really 
add anything else to it. The Death so. Stranding, dude. I got I got an umbilical cord fucking umbilical cord fucking connected to Kojima, feeding off of his creations, his nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's milk. <laughs> I'm just going further because I'm just watching Chris slowly just deteriorate. Chris, thoughts on what I, I just said <laughs> and the game. Uh, I will agree to a polite interest. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does seem really intriguing. I like the concept of this character, and I want to see where it fits in the story. Um, this, sto- this story is definitely like the biggest pull for everybody, but it, it's really intriguing to me. I want to know what's going on. I don't really play a lot of Kojima games, to be honest. Um, I haven't played hardly any of the Metal Gear Solid games to my own demise, I'm sure. But this one really has has me peaked, because I kind of like the idea of like this like, kind of like philosophical concept of death and whatnot so i want to know where they're going with it Mm. yeah for sure i mean like we all know even people who don't really play kojima games have heard you know especially with Gear Solid 2 he can get pretty fucking out there um to the point (laughs) where even if you're a big fan of the games he makes you're still just like i don't know what's happening i don't get it (laughs) or you'll beat the game go what and then you have conversations and and through uh, years of teamwork, you start kind of unfolding what the fuck he was laying on us. Um, and I do feel like he's become much better about that. Um, maybe he's not doing drugs or something. I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't know. Because he did some fucking really crazy shows too. But um, but he, he definitely can go to crazy places. And uh, what we're seeing with this game, uh, I think, is really opening up... Um, where Kojima's mind can go. Uh, it's it's a pretty open template um, with, with all the stuff that, that that we're seeing. You know, things having to do with death and, in my opinion, looks like interdimensional stuff going on. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's hard to even fathom where this game's going to go, what we're going to get with it. So it's nice to see two characters just stop and talk to each other. And I, mm-hmm. you know, felt bad about him talking about fucking the intercourse thing. That was kind of weird. Um... Now, because I'm maybe a little bit behind on trailers and stuff, mm-hmm. I, is that the first time you see like an indoor clean area? Yeah, kind of. I can't really think because uh, the last one they showed showed a lot of outdoor stuff. Mm-hmm. They showed uh, Leia Sudo and um, Shmegas Fergus hanging out in that like little cave thing, and then he's like running in a field, getting chased by like dog catchers. Yeah, like that's that's what I remember. And then there's like one where he's and he's got a ladder, and I'm like, that's a great feature. It's just the ladder. But I'm I'm a fanboy, so I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> but yeah, so like I, I remember like a lot of mountainous running and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like that was the first time you, I, to, in my opinion, you saw him relax on like a couch, Smiggish Regis. Yeah. And uh, I hope for people who are not in on that joke, uh, you guys understand what we're talking about at this point. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, I haven't even clarified it. Um, but yeah, it was kind of cool to see that too. Um, the different. Envir- environment mm-hmm. so it'd be I, I i i'm excited man i can't wait to see where this goes you think there's gonna be any uh i, I guarantee there'll be at least one any easter eggs from melgar solid and death stranding like a box you might jump into real quick i want him to say metal gear that's a little on the nose i know but like <laughs> even in like passing like he's like he get like when he first get the vehicle they're like now reach in and turn the metal gear and you go metal gear yeah and then it's like 
that's it. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, but something like, you know, like, uh, at one point in the game, maybe fucking you find a box you can get into or something would be kind of interesting to see because or, he can't be too on the nose because Konami owns the rights to all that shit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, he's always had references to so many things in his game. So it'd be kind of weird to, I was going to say, I think there's Zone Ender's references in Metal Gear Solid 2. Well, I mean, even Ubisoft has referenced Metal Gear Solid at this point. After that uh, thing, they had Splinter Cell, fucking Sam Fisher talk about it. He's like, oh, I'm the only one left now. And I was like, that's actually kind of sad. It like, <laughs> made me feel bad <laughs> that like Ubisoft was like, yeah, it's Sign just us now. Sign Filter wasn't even a stealth game. That was just a shock your balls off game. <laughs> You, they, you like know. ran like you had a stick in your ass, and then you go, <laughs> they go, oh, and like they go, and just light on fire. That's what everybody did in that game. I don't, I don't think remember, I, I don't remember the second level. No <laughs> one does. All I did in the first level was just fucking kill people with the taser. Everyone played the demo or bought the game and did the tasering. That's it. <laughs> that game needs to be called Taser Filter. Anyway, Death Stranding. Anything else you guys want to say on it? Looks clean, crisp. Gravelly voices, no intercourse for people who die every 21 minutes. And uh, yeah, really cool shit. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think about this uh, teaser uh, for Heartman. What do you think about him as a character? What do you think about the game? Are you excited for this game? I'm sure you are. A lot of people are. Uh, if you're not, let me know why. Um, and uh, yeah, what's your overall thoughts on Death Stranding? And uh, yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below. Last thing we're going to watch, and I want to emphasize before we watch this, QuakeCon has happened. Um, and some videos come out from it. Uh, when I looked it up, the only thing that I see most people talking about is Doom Eternal. So if there's something that was shown at QuakeCon that we don't cover that you'd like us to cover, less in the comments sooner or later, then we can cover it as well. Hopefully before Tuesday, because I think Taste Tuesday would be the perfect day to do that. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be watching the full Doom Eternal gameplay presentation. This is them talking about Doom Eternal. I think they're going to talk about a couple other things too. Some new modes and stuff. They're coming out for it. We're going to watch it, react to it have discussion about it, and uh, yeah. Before we get into that, uh, Wolfenstein has come out, the new one, uh, whatever the fuck it's called. Young Bloods. Young Blood, Bloods. Uh, it's been getting pretty mixed reviews, which was surprising to see. I played at E3, I had my concerns, I read on these reviews. My concerns uh, with the game are s- still there. Uh, and so it's been kind of uh, weird to see because the last two Wolfenstein, game, Wolfenstein games have been very well received. I loved them. I know you liked them. Fucking Wolfenstein 2 was, hands down, probably the best arcade FPS I've played in a long time. It's one of the best like story-driven shooters I've played in years. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so hearing this, I'm like, ah, it sucks. And the things I was worried about when I played it, people are still saying, like, yeah, it's, it's like that. And I'm like... Fuck, that sucks. So, um, I might pick that up later. I don't know. I, I, it's one of those games I'm going to wait on because, you know, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. I fucking buy games playing. Regardless of that, um, you know, it related. Uh, there's some other things they talked about. But uh, when it comes to Doom, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this new one coming out? Did you guys play Doom t- uh, 2016? Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I did as well. Chris didn't. Of I, I you know, I would have assumed you fucking pl- beat that game Chris as soon as it came out. Of course. <laughs> Chris That's loves Doom. Can't you no. see the Doom posters on my wall? Just yeah, white just everywhere. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You told me you hadn't even played any of the Doom games, and I was like, "What? It's crazy, crazy." Not even like Doom Two in the computer lab at school. That somebody Chris didn't go to school. 
There's a lot of things we're learning about him. Just rommed onto the fucking. He's thing. just so naturally smart and talented. He didn't need school. See, it wasn't. It wasn't weird. Nice cover. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so me and you played Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. I think we can both agree it was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, really good. Uh, everyone, that game did better than I could have ever even fucking imagined. Like I played it, I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like it." And then it was like, "This game's fucking amazing." And the people who don't play first first years, like, "I fucking love Doom 2016." I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. that's crazy." Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, man, like from the opening cutscene when you bust out of the coffin, mm-hmm. from that from that part on, you're like, "Yeah, the Doom guy's a badass." Like he doesn't. Yeah, the fuck game's like no around. bullshit. It's just you're locked down. Some crazy shit happens real quick. They don't spend a whole lot of time on story, and it's just like. <laughs> and fucking you just get a gun and start just murdering shit. I'm you like, gain help by executing people. Yeah. yeah, it was straight up like, like it got it got my blood up. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill this thing. You know, God, like, is that what you call it? Your blood? My, my yeah. blood up, dude. Blood boner. Yeah, <laughs> blood boner. Um, I mean, that's what that game is. is a blood boner. The whole game. As soon as it starts, that music just and fucking it's just like murder. And I'm like, uh, okay, and that's just awesome. And they're all demons and shit. So you're just like, fuck you, pieces of shit. <laughs> um, so it was great. So yeah, this game I'm very much looking forward to. Me too. I'm sh- assuming you mm-hmm. as well. Uh, you guys got any interest in it? Um, I mean, not to play none, not at all. Uh, I do. Damn. I do think it's vis- shut it down. <laughs> I do think it's visually, um, you know, a very appealing game. I know people love it, but I'm I just not really my style. So. Yeah. That's that. Chris wants to play it real bad. Face. Pew pew <laughs> shooters. Yeah. Woo. You're shooting into the air. You aim forward. I know some of those demons fly. All right. Okay. Pew, fair. Pew, fair. Pew. Young guy yell at me. <laughs> I know they fly. Don't tell me they don't. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna watch this 16 minutes, a little bit of a sit, and we will uh, react to it. I know. Uh, just also. Uh, at least me, Chevy, and Chris, I think, sat and watched the uh, trailer for the uh, Doom Eternal that was like kind of like the cinematic cutscene where he's like I... walking and grabbing people and using them to fucking open mm. doors and shit. Yeah. I thought that was really badass. Like it was, it was, it was even cooler in the first game. So, uh, really excited for stuff like that. I'm really excited for badasses killing demons. Um, Chris, you ready? Yep. All right. Uh, three, two, one, and go. And now, QuakeCon. It's the moment you've been waiting for. I have not been waiting for this. Doom Eternal. Let's do it. Why is everybody on stage fucking crazy? It's all time, man. Yeah, there's a sword in this. Taking that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I turned this up. I didn't realize. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who the fuck's that? He's a ghost again. There's a hundred taste casts in, and the ghost reveals himself Thank today. You. Thank you all so much. Just you, you make the, 
<laughs> I thought that was Phil Spencer for a second. Like, You're very you sweet. Doing? You're legends. I'll be Keanu. You're a legend. Oh, just let it die. Let it die. Oh, it works for him, not so much for me. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I got to tell you, because of stuff like He's that, judging. the time we get with all of you here at QuakeCon is really a highlight of the year for our team. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for being here, for watching online. You're welcome. And for your continued support. We have got a ton to cover on Doom Most Eternal. But first, you may have heard we are celebrating a very special milestone this year. The 25th anniversary of Doom. Damn. That's crazy. I'm old. That's right. We kicked, uh, we kicked things off several months ago with the launch of the Slayers Club. This is an awesome, yeah, I know we got some Slayers Cup members in the house, right? Very good. That guy. It is an awesome hub for everything Doom Just at SlayersClub.com. I'm the Slayer. You have to check it out for all the latest news, information, fun community events, activities, and a lot of giveaways. You can even see some great in-game items in Doom Eternal for participating. But we're here because those original games were just so damn fun, right? Even that game, yeah. right when we start up in the you very know, first Doom, it's just fucking down to 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 to down to down to down to down to down but it's like the whole thing. Because you're getting a lot of shit. Oh, really? Well, because at first, Bethesda back backtracked on it. They made you sign into Bethesda now. Oh, God. To play even like Doom and Doom 2. There it is. There's that song. <laughs> oh, Doom 3. Cool. Yeah. And I, is there a mod out? I know it's the way the game's supposed to be fucking played, but is there a mod out there for Doom 3 where you can hold the flashlight <laughs> and the gun? I know it's scarier when you gotta have one or the other, but like it's just not realistic. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so Bethesda backtracked on it. They're like, oh, that was meant for this. It's gonna be, uh, you know, only if you wanted it. Mm. So that's gonna be uh, your choice now. Is that Doom on the phone? Oh, yeah. Doom, Doom 2, and Doom 3 on PlayStation uh, 4, on Xbox phone. One, Mobile, <laughs> and you're just faking that. Yeah. Yep. Is that Doom on the phone wrong? Paid for our reactions. Is that Doom on the phone? Oh my god, is that Doom on a phone? Uh, yeah, we thought it was about time our console friends had a chance to rip and tear as well. That's cool. I would, I would want that just for the collection <laughs> aspect of it, but I played Doom fact, so much. I couldn't imagine. In fact, all of you here at QuakeCon, yeah, you get to play all of them on the Nintendo Switch this weekend over in the uh, Bethesda booth. Uh, so you definitely want to check that out. Absolutely. You're going to love it. But they aren't the only Doom games playable at QuakeCon this year. Yeah. That's right. Yep. We brought you our demo of Doom Eternal. We were honored to win a ton of E3 awards and nominations including best action game. So we knew we had to bring it to QuakeCon for you guys. I gotta tell you though, we packed a lot into that demo. And it only scratches the surface of what you'll see and do in Doom Eternal. From the first kill in the Who's game that? to the final <laughs> boss fight, Absolutely. you will go on a journey <laughs> unlike anything you've experienced like a in a Doom game before. In fact, 
Here's an exclusive look at one of our favorite new Doom demons in Doom Eternal. Demons. Check this out. Power went out. I was like, fuck, do we get to look at it or whatever? This is like a codex type thing. Aftermarket parts, dude. <laughs> Tokyo Drift Demon, baby. Fucking eh. I was gonna say, that guy looks like a real son of a bitch. <laughs> wow, there's mechanical demons, a lot of them. I don't look like missile shit, though. Get those. Damn, that guy's warming up. <laughs> uh, that guy has splinter cell fucking goggles on. Can't hide from him in the dark. That guy oh is called the Doom hats. Hunter, and he's totally awesome, and you're going to love fighting against him. He's, it's sick. It is sick, definitely. Yeah, and we'll have even more from the campaign leading up to our launch on November 22nd. But we want to talk about the totally new online experience for Doom Eternal Battle Mode. Yeah. This is what Absolutely. I was reading about earlier. Still you know, from the very beginning, our vision has been to create an engaging and competitive multiplayer mode that has varied pacing, tons of drama, and deep strategy. And we had to look no further than the single player campaign to find all the ingredients we needed. Battle mode is built from the same Doom Combat DNA that you know and love, where skill and power of one fully loaded slayer takes on the teamwork of two player controlled demons. And I tell you, playing as a demon is a great change of pace from playing as a slayer. Each playable demon is simple to understand, totally unique, and allows for different play styles and strategies. We're gonna take a closer look at a few to start. Couldn't you play the demons in 2016? I don't know, that one had like, um... Like this almost like a baby version of Quake as multiplayer, and it was fun, but fast, fun of I think it's cool they're trying to do something on their own. With five playable demons and six unique maps at launch, Battle Mode is a whole new way to play Doom. To start, let's take a closer look at its playable characters. The Revenant, one of the most versatile and agile demons. His jetpack and dash allow you to move quickly through the environment. Yeah, his shoulder-mounted rockets deliver consistent firepower, while his special yeah, attack like a and targeted rocket barrage like delivers pick heavy, long-range damage. The pain elemental. Oh, shit. His ability to fly gives him a bird's-eye view, making it easier to track the Slayer and attack from the air. But that makes him more vulnerable when he's not using his rechargeable soul shield. The Mancubus. Big, beefy, and badass. <laughs> He's got heavy cannons, flamethrowers, and tons of health. All of which make him lethal in a close quarters fight with the Slayer. Like a dickhead. While 
While he's not the most mobile demon, his smoke bombs can obscure his position or flush out an elusive slayer. So they're fighting NPCs while you fight them, right? Beyond their individual abilities. All the demons in Battlehope can drop hazards that damage the Slayer, as well as summon different combinations of AI-controlled demons that behave and fight just like you expect from the campaign. I'd say be really lame if there's just you versus two guys. Dropping hazards and summoning demons is controlled through a summoning wheel, allowing you to use these critical tools quickly when under fire. Hmm. So this kind of strategy evolved for thing demons, which is pretty cool. In battle mode, players take control of a fully loaded Slayer with all his guns, mods, and equipment. Just like in single player, the Slayer must aggressively manage not just the demons in the arena, but also their resources. Glory kill demons to replenish health, chainsaw to gain ammo, and torch demons to add armor. But be aware. Each demon player has a slow charging ability to block those resources for a short time during the round. A perfectly timed resource block can put the Slayer on the ropes. Interesting. It is interesting. It's kind of cool they try to find a way to do a multiplayer mode that still kind of feels like the single player. Thank you. That's a great example of where the depth of battle modes gameplay and meta strategies start to go beyond character fundamentals to create moments of incredible pacing and drama. Let's take a look, starting with something simple like player outlines. Demons can always see the Slayer, even through walls. But if the Slayer is able to break line of sight, his outline vanishes. Each arena has been designed to allow a clever Slayer to use the environment to become invisible and then flank the demons. This can change the pace of a match from a head-to-head -head brawl to a game of cat and mouse that leads to a surprise attack and then back to a brawl. Every arena is also designed with two portals facing each other at opposite ends that can only be used by the Slayer. As Slayers learn to use the portals to flank the demons, the tactic can be countered by demon players who drop hazards or AI demons on the other end. Working together is critical for the demons. When alone, a player demon doesn't typically stand a chance against a Slayer with all his weapons and speed. So Slayers try to isolate a demon, take it out, and move on to the next. The demons can counter by staying close and working together. There are also important strategies for the Slayer to master. In the air, the Slayer is tough to hit. And the arenas have been designed with jump pads and monkey bars that a Slayer can use to traverse hmm. from one portal to the other without touching the ground. All while delivering damage to the it. demon players. Of course, the Slayer's need for ammo, armor, and health bring him back to the ground. So Damn. when he lands to chainsaw an enemy for more ammo, demon players can launch a coordinated attack. One of the most dramatic moments in every round is when a demon dies. Once the Slayer has eliminated one demon, a respawn timer begins. And the Slayer has 20 seconds to eliminate the other demon to win the round. <laughs> if he fails, the dead demon player rejoins the fight with half health. 
This quickly turns an all-out battle into a tense game of hide-and-seek. Rounds are won when either the Slayer is killed or both player-controlled demons are killed. But strategy extends between rounds as well. Players choose upgrades, abilities, and even super weapons in later rounds. In a best-of-five match, if either side can win just one round, they gain access to power items, like player demons being able to summon the Baron of Hell, or Slayers gaining the BFG. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Those are big guns. See, notes like that. I was liking people debating, trying to make them think, so but the success of them is always it. We're so up in excited the air. about battle mode. We know you want a competitive experience that's fun and full of drama, and we know you want it to look and feel just like Doom. So, with five playable demons plus the fully jacked Slayer competing across six totally unique maps, there's going to be tons for every player to master. And I'll tell you, this is just the beginning for us. After launch, we'll be regularly releasing even more playable demons and maps, of course, all for free. Yeah. Free is good. Good. You're really gonna, you're gonna like it. It's a ton of fun to play. Um, and honestly, it takes an incredible team of people at id to create all of the stuff that we get to show you uh, up here. We've got a lot of them in the audience. I'd love for them just to stand up real quick, wave. A lot of them are wearing battle mode t-shirts. There we go. Many of them will be working the Doom demo, so if they're wearing a Battle Mode t-shirt, they're probably from it or, or work with us at Bethesda, so uh, give them a handshake and, and uh, thank them. They'll really, really appreciate it. We really want to thank all of you for joining us today. Right, we everybody's hope you're just excited be uh, about Doom like, Eternal okay, and Battle thanks. Mode as we are. We really are. <laughs> uh, and we can't wait for you to play, the, play them both when they launch on November 22nd. Yeah. But before we go, before we go, there's always a little bit more. Let's take one last look at the game, including a lot of two more playable demons game. that I think you're going to love. <laughs> one of them is the Archfile. September. September. And the other one is September's the Marauder. <laughs> Have a great Quaycon. Thank you. Have a great Quaycon. Damn. Big boy. Round more combat. Right? Big mind. brain boy. I like it. I think it has way more of an identity as, uh, as a multiplayer mode for Doom than the last one, which I did enjoy, but it reminded me a lot of uh, Quake, except for not as uh, robust. Uh, okay, so what do we think of what we saw? I mean, it looks cool. Um, I'm glad they are getting creative with the multiplayer mode and trying to give it an identity. Um, I mean, like you 
been kind of saying the last one was borrowing an identity for the most part with, mm. with some flair from doom and this one actually feels like they're trying to make a doom multiplayer so um i mean it's interesting um i'm it's really hard for me to comment too much on it because i don't enjoy versus multiplayer and shooters so um but it does look like it uh has a lot of neat ideas i like the idea that the demons are weaker um but they both have to be dead for the slayer to win so it does does add strategy uh as long as it works in game the way it works on paper um, I think it'll be a fun mode for people to play. Uh, as far as the single player, it was just more of what we've already mm-hmm. seen. It's a cool looking game. I'm sure it'll be more of what people wanted out of Doom. So, Now, to clarify for uh, people who might be new to the channel or uh, watching this for the first time, last time you're like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. Respect it. Um, Chevy is like the Miyamoto Musashi of FPSs. He's killed so many people and had such high kill-death ratios that he swore to never kill another one again. So he will not allow himself to be in this doom mode because he will obliterate everybody and it's just not fun for people. He's responsible and he's swore it off. I respect him for that. <laughs> he's not having any of it. <laughs> um, regardless of that, um, I'm stoked for it. Uh, you know, uh, earlier we've been hanging out today and I kind of brought it up. I was reading on my phone and we talked about it a little bit, me and you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like, it sounds kind of cool, but at the same time, I don't know. If, what I read said it was going to be one demon, two slayers. But I could have swore they said two demons. They did say yeah. two demons. Yeah. So if they're saying it, I trust them and not whatever asshole I was reading uh, from. But um, so that is more interesting to me. You know, uh, Modern Warfare, uh, the new Call of Duty also has like a 2v2 mode. So it almost seems like people are, are making these like more intimate uh uh, sessions, which I'm, I'm interested in. I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, but I, you know, the biggest thing here is I think this is really just kind of like adding more identity to, um, the surprise hit of what was the last doom game. Uh, you know, before I'm sure they weren't thinking about the multiplayer as much as like, just, we need to have some kind of shoot each other mode. Um, but this one, they're like, how can we bring that single player doom experience to multiplayer? Let's let them fight big boss demons well, let's let people fucking control that. Let's make a whole system to that. Um, kind of what they were explaining. It's not just shoot each other and kill each other. It's there is skill there. And they said that. They're like, we want this to feel, you know, very skill based. And like, you know, the demons are able to uh, plan um, strategically with like not allowing you to, you know, get your health back in a certain amount of time, uh, being able to essentially cast spawns or whatever and use their moves versus the Doom Slayer is going to have uh, weapons, upgrades, and the ability to uh, lose uh, line of sight with you uh, and use that to their advantage. And uh, mobility, which I think is very important. I mean, that's just an id staple in general. And that's one reason I'm a huge Quake fan is the jumping all over the place shit that Mm -hmm. uh, I love so much. So to see that uh, be talked about as like a strategy of being hard to hit because you're flying around like what they said, like the monkey bars and and jump pads and stuff is really fucking cool. Um, So I went from talking to you earlier going like, I'm not so sure about that to now going like, I think it's pretty cool looking. I just need to see it apparently and have it explained uh, more thorough. So um the game itself, like you said, more of the same. Uh, was excited for it. Still ex- excited for it. Uh, but the multiplayer mode, definitely welcome. And I hope it does well. Um, they got the right strategy saying they're going to be releasing more content for free. It's the right way to go. Uh, keeps the community together. You know, I'm not opposed to people releasing map packs and making you pay for them. But I think it is a smarter, more welcoming uh, feature to um, 
get your money and then give you more content later that will keep you and your friends playing together in their game and not you jump ship to another game, uh, which is what they don't want. So uh, really smart, really cool. And uh, yeah, everything about it seems awesome. I, uh, I kind of wonder if the, the more intimate tone that we're seeing with the multiplayer mode in, in this and then like you said with the new Call of Duty is- Which is looking pretty cool. It's kind of like coming off of like Dead by Daylight because I know that game keeps like growing. Yeah, and I don't know if maybe they they're like people are like, well, there's a formula in there we want to borrow from, and and you're kind of seeing that. I don't know if that's the case or not, but <clears throat> well, that's what I kind of thought was the inspiration for this one in particular. Yeah. The Call of Duty one reminds me of there's a mode in um, Halo Halo Guardians that's like uh, arena based. Uh, you just get thrown in with another team and you kill each other, or grab a flag, and, oh, and yeah, put yeah, it down. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how you win. You either eliminate the team, and they're like two-minute matches. I actually really liked it a lot when I played uh, that for a little bit. And so when I saw Modern Warfare doing it, I'm like, okay, they're kind of doing that. And mm -hmm. I dig that because you have like a time limit. Get this match done with and just move into the next match and win quick. It's just like like normal matches, only faster. Um, and it's skill-based. And games like that, people want to – I mean like you have ranked modes typically in games like that. And people want to – climb the ranks and you know me and my friend will kick you and your friend's ass and it's just like um for the most part friendly competition a lot of times it's not we all know uh or have had those experiences um those people and those experiences um so this seems like it's, it's a bit of those smaller arena based um modes but also uh the whole 1v4 1v3 1v whatever the fuck modes that do exist that was my first thought when i heard about it earlier i was like oh so they're kind of doing like a versus but with two people it's kind of weird to think about because it seemed really small but now when i heard it's 2v2 makes one more sense well it's i thought it was 2v1 Mm -hmm. And then the two can also spawn NPCs. It's just the Slayer is really powerful versus the... Oh, it's the one Slayer. One Slayer, yeah. two demons. Oh, okay, okay. That's where I got it mixed up. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I knew it was 1v2, but then I thought it was one demon, two Slayers. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. so it is still like that, which kind of reminds me, like I said, it, like what you were saying, yeah. um, games like Dead by Daylight. Um, oh, God, the one that's not around anymore, the one where you hunt... Um, Oh yeah, the the the, the fucking Evolve. dude Evolve, thank you. And games like that, there's other games like that. I'm not gonna go down all the yeah. the whole list of it, but um, definitely seems inspired by that for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it it has to be inspired by that. But it's just cool because, like I said, it, it almost feels like it's bringing that Doom experience to a versus mode for sure. That's not just shoot each other. So, uh, I mean, I've I've been stoked for this game. Uh, when we talked about it earlier. I was like, eh, whatever, to be honest, for the, the battle mode. Mm -hmm. um, just because I was thinking, like, eh, it'll probably just be a weird rehash of uh, the mode, you know, just another, you know, baby version of something that could be. But the way they're explaining it, it sounds like that they've put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. Being able to have that Counter-Strike cash system, you know, yep. uh, being able to get stuff for the next round. Um it's really awesome. Like it, kind of, it kind of makes every round go a little differently, um, and every time you play a little differently. Uh, them rolling out new demons and stuff like that, I think is gonna be really fucking cool. Uh, I like how they have the maps strictly for that mode. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so because sometimes they just like cut a piece of like the single player maps and then they just throw you in it. Or if there's like traditional multiplayer, they'll take one of those maps and throw it over there, which I'm not opposed. More maps, the better. But like it, when they're actually making it for that mode, they're thinking about that mode. So mm -hmm. you're going to have a better experience. Yeah. Um, 
how mobile and how like uh, the Slayer still feels like badass because I mean, if can, it's him versus two demons, it almost is emphasizing he's more dangerous, mm-hmm, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah, so it's just uh, it's it sounds sounds neat. I'm I'm actually kind of interested in, in it now. Um, so when that releases, we'll just see how it goes. Yeah, Chris. Um, it did look action packed for a shooter, as far as I'm I've seen. Um, definitely more graphically in like the gore, which is not a bad thing, but it's just there's a lot of it. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, it's akin to like gore porn, I think. But uh, it doesn't. It's not off putting to me. It's it's intriguing. I think it's because it's demons. But um, graphically, it looks amazing. I haven't seen any kind of fantasy shooter like this well done in a while, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the multiplayer, like you guys are saying, it, it sounds like Dead by Daylight, but only if like the survivors could fight back more. Yeah. So it's intriguing. Um, and I'm, I'm curious just to see what they're going to do other demons-wise and how they're going to keep it balanced because there's a lot of emphasis on like, adding more demons later on, but what are they going to do for the Slayer? Are they going to add anything for him in the future? I assume maybe like, guns or upgrades maybe, but it would be right. kind of weird if he was stagnant and the demons were the emphasis. I honestly feel right. like he's probably just the base. And yeah. they just mm-hmm. have to balance everything versus him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And adding new types of demons, since you're going to be working as a team with the demons, it almost seems like they're more emphasized. Um, right. Like I said, it almost is like flipping the, the roles of like, he's the bad guy and they're the fucking people working together going, oh shit, the demons <laughs> or the fucking Doomslayer's coming. Yeah, and it seems like if you want the challenge, you're going to play the demons. Because yeah. one-on-one with the Slayer, he's going to murder you, but you have the ability to spawn NPCs, you have the ability mm-hmm. to like see him through walls and stuff. So. Yeah. As long as you saw him go in there, you'll get that little bit you'll, of time. You'll keep to, him, yeah. yeah. But I like that aspect of him as well, because like one of my favorite uh, modes ever, and the reason why I like Dead by Daylight so much, was um, uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. They had the Spies versus Mercenaries mode. It's one of my favorite modes ever in, in online gaming. And uh, in that, you were two mercenaries who played in first person and two spies in third person. The spies were not lethal. They could knock you out, but that was about it. But they were sneaking around in, like vents and shit, and the mercenaries had machine guns. They are trying to kill you. But from first person, you're like looking up into vents and stuff, and it's really neat. And uh, so stuff like that's always always really resonated with this me. And so watching the guy playing the the Doom Slayer be able to lose track of those people and like use that as a way to ambush them really kind of resonated with me. Outside of also jumping around a lot, I love jumping around in games. So yeah. uh, sounds like something I would definitely want to play. Yeah, I, well, I'm watching. I actually. I'm kind of all over the place right now. I, the, <laughs> Me too. It's hot as fuck between these two guys. I do I do think <laughs> this is something that you'll enjoy just because it does add strategy to also the chaotic shooting that is Doom. Mm-hmm. But I okay. also was thinking that this is potentially something Chris might be able to play just because it does kind of give a Death by Daylight vibe. He, I don't know if he'd play the Slayer so much, but he might be interested in You could team up and demons. do the demon shit, though. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because so. I think there would be strategy you could do. Like they said, there's a slow moving guy that can take a lot of more rounds. People fly and can see above and stuff like that. There's a lot of well, strategy that as could as happen there. One demon stays alive, the other one can respawn. Yeah. 
They right. have to both be dead. Which is, again, reemphasizing Doomslayer is scary as fuck. Yeah. And he's just running around murdering guys. And you're like, stay alive. And you're fucking a demon. You're like, oh, God, here he comes. I'm going to stay alive for 20 more seconds. And the other guy's like, come on, come on, get me back. Like, it's weird that it's the demons going, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. When it's going to give you an opportunity for stressful moments and, and clutch victories and stuff like that. That, so, that drama yeah. that guy kept talking about, which I thought was a weird word, but That's I get it. a very strange word, but yeah. Because yeah. he's saying that, I'm, I'm thinking, like, who's who's talking shit about Becky this time? <laughs> Girl, that fucking demon could lose some weight. The mancubus. The man, yeah, the mancubus could should be a baby name. baby kiss. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on that? Yeah. It's looking pretty cool. Hopefully, it doesn't have the same kind of mixed reviews when it comes out. I don't think it will. It looks like they're staying really close to what the other Doom did well, and I think that's very smart of them because that game, uh, even to them, was a big surprise hit. So. Um, really excited for it. Single player is looking awesome. Even now talking about the multiplayer uh, even further has gotten me even more excited even than when I just watched it. So uh, looking really cool. Let us know in the comments what you think about Doom Eternal. Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Did you play Doom 2016? Uh, so interesting that game. It's just called Doom 2016 because it's just Doom. But at least this one's eternal. Uh, excited. More excited uh, about the same or less excited from what we saw. And what do you think about the battle mode? Um, does it sound cool to you? Uh, sound interesting? Does not sound cool at all? It's not really your cup of tea. Um, if you are interested in it, would you prefer to play the demons or would you play the Doom Slayer more so? And uh, what kind of features, uh, demons and all sorts of shit would you like to see them implement into that? And would you like traditional uh, multiplayer, which I don't know if they'll have it or not. They didn't really talk about that, yeah. but uh, I wouldn't be surprised either way if they mm-hmm. just emphasized this mode or had both. Um, but yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Doom Eternal and QuakeCon. If there's anything that we missed, let us know in the comments. But that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 98. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at TastyLootGaming. Check out me and Chris on Twitch and only Twitch for a little bit. Uh, Tasty Senpai, all one word, that's me. Tasty underscore fruit, that's Chris. I think our ban on YouTube streaming should be up soon. We should probably look into that. Uh, So when that is up, I'll be dual streaming again. I do plan on streaming soon. The reason I haven't streamed this month is because I'm playing a story-oriented JRPG that I really just want to experience on my own. I think once we get settled, maybe we should stream uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 or something. That'd be cool. I'd I'd be down. It's a good idea, Chevy. Miyamoto Musashi of FPSs. Um, and uh, yeah, we got a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Uh, real quick reminder as well that this week will be hectic. We have Tasty Tuesday, we have Plus Club, and we have Game of the Month coming out this week. Uh, hopefully before Thursday because I like to get those episodes out before the end of the month. But it's going to be fucking packed. We may do a taste cast, we may not. That's a lot of episodes to do in one week. You guys understand? Whatever we do, but just stay tuned. We got a lot of content coming out for you guys. But yeah, until then, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, whatever the fuck that's going to be, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.